Welcome everyone. Parshas Vayera. Thank you everybody for coming. Tonight's year, continuing our series on Sefer Bereshis, are graciously sponsored by Dr. Zakheim Umeshpachta, Le'ilo Nishmas, Rosh Shalom Eliezer, Rabbi Yaakov Zakheim, Beganeden Tehimenu Chasai, and Le'ilo Nishmas, Dr. Zakheim's mother, Rivka Bas, Tuvia Halevi, the Nishamas should have Aliyah, Beganeden Tehimenu Chasam, be Melitza Yisham for their whole family, Abiyas Goyal Tzedek. Tonight's here is sponsored by Rabbi Kenny Pinsauer, for Fu Shalema, for uh, Rabbi Kenny's mother, Dina Baschana, she should have Rabbi Shalema, Besor Shachal Yisrael, Bekar of Mamish. And uh, we have an amazing topic tonight. You would think, you know, we're doing Vayera all the years. What, what new information could we have on Vayera? After today's year, it's Ke'ilu, we never learned anything. That's how... The, the subject here is so vast and so wide, it came trickling in. It was very hard to tap into this one. It was like uh, one, one maramakam here, one maramakam there. But as soon as we, you know, once you get, it's like when you dig in the ice. You ever need to go into the mikvah when you're in Antarctica and you, you're banging on the ice and it's very hard to get to the water. But once you crack in, it just, it just opens up. That's just the way it is. So, okay. So, Avraham Avinu, after passing the greatest test that anybody ever uh, accomplished, anybody ever passed, Avram Avinu standing at the most coveted spot in the world, Vayikra Avraham Shem HaMokim Hashem He called the place Hashem, He will see. Asher Yeomer Hayom, that it will be said today, Bahar Hashem on the mountain of God, He will be seen. So that alone is worthy of our attention. Because Avram said, he called the place, Hashem will see that it should be said today, on the mountain of them, Hashem will be seen. That's not what Avram said. He said, Hashem will see. And then he says that it should be said, Hashem will be seen. Who is Hashem doing the seeing, or are we seeing Him? But that's not what the topic of Tashir is about. It says Targum, Uflach v'tzali Avraham taman ba'asarhu. Avraham pray at that place. Amar, he said, Kadam Hashem, before God. Hacha, here, Yehoin Polchin Daraya, all generations should worship you. Avraham Davin, that in this spot, for generations and generations, people should come and worship HaKadosh Baruch Comes the Rambam and the Marnevuchim, that the holy spot that Avraham Avinu stood by the Akedah, Moshe knew about it. Many people knew about it. Because Avraham Avinu, he commanded that this makam should be a base avoida, like Targum translates. Avram said, this place should be Polchindaraya, a place of worship for all generations. And of course, where is this place? What city was it? Yerushalayim. Now, we all know that Yerushalayim is the most important city in the world. It's not New York. It's not Kugan Hills. It's not Muncie, it's not Williamsburg, it's not B'nai Brak, it's not Svas, it's not Tiberia, it's not Hebron, Yerushalayim. Does anybody know how many times is Yerushalayim mentioned in the Torah? Azriel, you're back and you're first at bat, we hit it out of the park. <laughs> Yerushalayim is not mentioned in the Chamesh. It's not mentioned, isn't that unusual? Why is Yushalayim not mentioned in the Torah? 
There are many other cities. Hebron is mentioned. Shechem is mentioned. Why is Yushalayim not mentioned? So the Rambam says that there are three answers to this question. The first answer is if Yushalayim was mentioned in the Chumash, and all the nations of the world would know that the Makkim Hashayivchar Hashem is Jerusalem, then they would be so focused on Yushalayim that every nation in the world would want to conquer it, destroy it, conquest and possess it. And the reason why HaKadosh Baruch does not mention Yushalayim in the Chumash is so that it's not the attention of all the nations of the world. Otherwise, they would all be attracted to Yushalayim to conquer it. Even though, for the most part, it, is. it has been uh, quite a magnet for almost every empire in the world. But just imagine, uh, then America would want it. England would want it. Every country would want it. Answer number two. If the Torah would have written Yushalayim explicitly, then every nation would claim it as their holy city. And worse than that, the occupiers of Jerusalem would destroy it. If they knew how precious it was to us, the occupiers of Jerusalem would destroy the city. So therefore the Torah intentionally uh, omits the name Yushalayim. And the third answer, and the Ramam says is the most important answer, is that if the Torah would say the name Yushalayim, then every Shevet would want Yushalayim to be in their chilek. Yehuda would say, I, well, we want Yushalayim. Binyam would say, we want Yushalayim. Shimon would say, we want it. And it would, be, it would create civil unrest. It would be a, there would be a civil war. Everyone would be fighting about Jerusalem. So in order to keep the peace, we don't talk about it. We don't mention it. We don't say its name. And in fact, there's no mitzvah to build the Beis HaMikdash until you have a king. Why? Because once you have a king... So now that we have a king, now you build a temple, so now everybody says, we want to build a temple in our possession, the king makes sure there's no civil war. That's why the Rambam says, Yushalayim is not mentioned in the Chumash. So where did it get its name from? Where did Jerusalem get its name from? So, I'm sure everybody is familiar. There, there was a person by the name of Malki Tzedek. Who's Malki Tzedek? Shame. Shame the son of Nayak. He's a Kayin. Umalki Tzedek Melech Shalem. Hoitzi Lechem Vayayin. Vehu Chayin Lekel Alyayin. Says Targum, what's Shalem? Umalki Tzedek Malka Dirushlem. The king of Yerushlem. So Shalem was Yerushlem. Now the first question is so where did Yerushalayim come from? Targum says it's called. Yerushalayim, after Malki Tzedek, Melech Shalem. So where did the Yud come from? Where did that Yud come from? By the way, in Kala Torah Kula, it's not written with the Yud. And we're going to talk about that. I, but, in the, but in my Siddur it says Yud. I don't care what it says in your Siddur. In the Chumash, it says Yerushalayim um, in Tanakh. Not in the Chumash, it doesn't appear. What? In in Zvir it says Yerushalayim. Yeah. No, but I'm saying in Tanakh it's spelled Yerushalayim, not Yerushalayim, except for five places. We're going to see there are only there are five exceptions to the rule. It's kind of like the way it says Nebuchadnezzar instead of Nebuchadnezzar. Something like that. But <laughs> but but here we ha- we call it Yerushalayim, and it comes from the city Shalem. So where did the Yeru part come from? So if it's Shalem, it should be called Shalem. Where did the Tarim get Yerushalayim from? So there's a famous Medrash. There's a Medrash Rabbah, there's a Yaakov Shemoni. 
The matter says as follows. As follows, take a look at number six. Avraham kara oisoy yira. Avraham called it yira. Fear. See. Shenemar vayikra Avraham shem hamake mahu Hashem yira. Shem kara oisoy shalem. Shenemar umalki tzedek melech shalem. So we have a big machlekes. Avram called it Yira. Shem called it Shalem. Amar HaKadosh Baruch. Im koire ani oisa Yira. Kamay shakar oisa Avraham. So right off the bat, there's a question. Why is Hashem entertaining Avraham's name before Shem's name? He should say, if I call it Shalem, why is Hashem first saying, if I call it Yira? Then shame on them saying this wrong. Shame is going to have a tain on me. Shame is going to be upset if I call it Yira. Vim koyreani oisay shalem. If I call it shalem, Avraham Adam tzadik misraim. So so far the shlab points out, God, the Medrash talks about Avraham's name twice before Shame's name, right? Avraham koyreso Yira, and Shame koyreso shalem. What do you mean? Shame came first. And then Hashem says, if I call it Avraham's name, Shem's going to be upset. If I call it Shem's name, Avraham's going to be upset. Hashem should say it the other way around. If I call it Avra- uh, Shem's name, Avraham will be upset. If I call it Avraham's name, Shem will be upset. Now, it's very interesting also, the matter says, if I call it Yireh, like Avraham called it, but when it talks about Shalem, Hashem says, Vim say Shalem, Hashem doesn't say the way Shame called it. It just says, Vim say Shalem. But He doesn't say the way Shame called it. So therefore, what am I going to do? Elahareni koyre oisoy Yerushalayim. Kamoisha karushnehem. Yere Shalem. Yerushalayim is Yere Shalem. You knew that, right? Yerushalayim is a compound word. Yira Shalem. So we have a lot of questions here. So what, so A, we should call it Yira Shalem, not Yerushalayim. We should call it Yira Shalem. Two, we should call it Shalem Yira, because Shem came first. Three, why every time Hashem goes through Avraham's name before Shem's name? Four, where did, it should be, where did the Yeru, the Vav, come from? Where's the Vav? Let's read the end of the Medrash. The end of the Medrash is equally astounding. Rebrachia b'shem Rebchel b'yamar. Ad shehu shalem, shame called it shalem. What was it before shalem? Also loyakadosh baruch hu sukkah. It was a sukkah. And what was Hashem doing there? V'hoya mispalel b'soicha shenemar. V'yihi b'shalem sukkah u'maynasay b'tziyayin. God prayed in the sukkah. Umahaya Oimer, Yihiratsain Sha'ara Bivinyan Basi. One day I want to have a house here. So Hashem gave me a beautiful matana. All the Mafarshim ask, why in the world on Sukkis do we Davin Harachaman Hu Yakim Lanu Sukkas Davinai Pas? Why in Sukkis do we Davin Hashem build a base of Mikdash? What does the base of Mikdash got to do with the Sukkah? The answer is obvious. The Medrash says. The Medrash says, before the Mikdash stood, there was a sukkah. And God prayed, may the sukkah turn into a Mikdash. So when we're in the sukkah, the sukkah is the precursor of the Mikdash. So we daven the tefillah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. May the sukkah bring on the Beis HaMikdash. There's a fairish Medrash. And you, you can imagine, 
There are hundreds of answers to this question. This is not the answer. This is the pshat. This is the definitive pshat. The matter says that before there was a mikdash, there was a sukkah, and God prayed that there should be a mikdash. So let's take on one question at a time. Is it ha- worth asking who built the sukkah there? Yeah, it's worth asking. But <laughs> I only ask a question. I know the answer. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. God made it. God built the sukkah. Yeah, you're with me? Everyone's okay? Why is everyone so tired? Long week. It's only Wednesday. It's only 8.30 at night. Who's that? Which, which midrash is this? The, which midrash? Bereshus uh, Rabbah and the Yalko Shemaini. That what, right now it's a sukkah. I want to see the temple. Right now it's only transient. Someone has to build it. You need uh, you need Avraham to make it a har, and Yitzchak to make it a sada, and Yaakov to make it a bias, and there's a whole process. So let's start with the Medrash Hagadol. The Medrash Hagadol says that Hashem combined Yireh and Shalem. The he, the aleph and the he of Yireh is above. Very simple. Yireh is Yeru. Same thing. Aleph and he is above. Okay, so that's that's how the aleph and he turns into above. Actually, Rav Shamshin Mashapoli writes that Yaakov Avinu Davin that the aleph and the he should turn into above. That's right. It's the number fourteen. We pronounce it Yerushalayim. So why do we not spell it with the yud? You know that Yushalayim is not spelled with the yud. Maybe next year we're talk, we'll talk about if you spell, if somebody's writing a get, how Yushalayim is spelled, if it's spelled with the yud, it might be possible. Yushalayim is not spelled with the yud. Why do we not spell Yushalayim with the yud? Toysus in the Taina says, that Har HaMoiria, some say Yushalayim, because Avraham called it Har Hashem Yeroya. It was already called Shalem, and it's called Yerushalayim because of Yira. But because it's Shalem, we can't put in a Yud, because it says Shalem. Malkit said Melech Shalem, not Melech Shalayim. So how could you write a Yud? It's Malkit said Melech Shalem, not Melech Shalayim. That's what Taisa says. So there's no Yud, because it's not Melech Shalem, it's Melech Shalem. Call it if no oh, so there's another question. Is good, David. So that's so why do we call it Shalayim? Who, where does the the Lyim come from? Well, okay, also a good question. Shalayim l'chayr means two Shalims. Okay, so it comes from Ben Bichayim Parshas Chukas, and he says on the pasuk, Yerushalayim habenuya keir shechubra layachdav. The built-up Yushalayim is like the city attached to it. So David HaMelech is revealing there is a city attached to Yushalayim. Yushalayim has a sister city. Does anybody know what is the sister city of Jerusalem? It has a sister city? It's surrounded Yerushalayim Harim Sabavla. Right? The sister city of Dallas is... Fort Worth. But what's the sister city of Jerusalem? 
The nose is surrounded by mountains. The answer is you got to go up. Yushalayim shal mala keneged mechuvan keneged Yushalayim shal mata. We know, as real, I have a very important question for you. How many ears do human beings have? Uh, 76. Two ears. Two nostrils. Two eyes. That's why they're called enayim. Oznayim. Raglayim. Yim means double. The reason why we call you Shalayim is the name of it is Yerushalayim, like Targum says. The name of the city is Yerushalayim. You're writing a document, you write Yerushalayim. We call it Yerushalayim because to Keneged, Yerushalayim Shalmala. Now, says Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, the missing Yud is because there's no Beis HaMikdash today. There's no Beis HaMikdash. Why is there no Beis HaMikdash? Because when God disaligns Mikdash Shalmala, there's no Mikdash Shalmata. That's what Chassam Sofer says in Eichat. Says Neyar Hashem es Mikdashai. You know how the base of was destroyed. Hashem moved over Mikdash Shomala. So since it's lacking, since there's a lack of alignment, you know, you're driving the car and all of a sudden, like it's like veering to the left. Why? It's not a lot. You need an alignment, right? Why it's so expensive and how they do it? I don't know exactly. They just press in the computer and a few things. They have a, they make a deal with the dealership. Every three months, you know, automatically you have to go back and pay money for them to just pu- make punch a few things into the computer. No, not not that deal, uh, but uh, right. So, Yushalayim Shamala is not aligned with Yushalayim Shamata. Five times in Tanakh, Yushalayim is spelled Malay. Why? Because the Beis HaMikdash is Keneged, the final hay of the Yud Kevavke. So there are five Yerushalayims that are Malay to indicate that the hay will be restored to its Shlemus when the third Beis HaMikdash is built. By the way, if you look in number 25, the Minchashai in Yehoshua, he brings that every Yerushalayim in the Chumash is missing a Yud ex- after the Lamed, except for five, Yermia. Um, and in other places. And otherwise it's called Yerushalayim. Even though we pronounce it Yerushalayim, nevertheless, uh, it's spelled without a Yud. Why? Because uh, Yerushalayim is not Shalim. Uh, the Milchashai says the reason why it's spelled without a Yud is because it was called Yerushalayim after Malkitzalik Melech Shalim, and therefore we do not write the Yud. But five times the Yud is written. Okay, so we still have uh, our work cut out for us. So Yira became Yeru. Shalim is that's the name that Malkitzalik called it. Why do we pronounce it Layim? Because there are two. Shalmala v'shalmata. And this is a point also brought in the Magen Avais, in number 20 of the Rashbats, that the reason why it's called Yerushalayim, plural, is to indicate that it has a sister city, that it has a pair, that it has uh, a Yerushalayim shalmala. But again, so then why is the Yud missing? If we're, if we're going to pronounce it, so is it only because Shem's city was Shalim, or is there something more to the fact that we don't pronounce the Yud of Yerushalayim? Very interesting, if you look in number 12, 
the Navi Micha says, Koyal Hashem Lo'ir. The voice of Hashem to the city Yikra will call out. Visushia, and Tushia refers to the Torah, Yireh Shemecha. Your name is Yireh. Now, who called the city Yireh? Who called it that? Avraham. Avraham. What is the meaning of Yireh? Why did Avraham call it Yireh? What's the point of the Navi? The Mabam explains, Yireh means God sees. What the Navi is saying is that he is warning the residents of Yushalayim. He is adjuring them. He's reminding them that people who are in Yushalayim must always be on their best behavior because the eyes of Hashem, Kiviachal, are super focused on the residents of Yushalayim. And maybe what somebody could get away with outside of Yushalayim, you can't get away with in Yushalayim. The scrutiny of the Ene Hashem is much more intense in Yushalayim. That's why it's called Yira. Hashem is always looking at the residents of Yishalayim. Okay, let's probe into this a little bit further. Rav Shamshin Me'ashtapoli, he brings a Pasuk in Eicha. Anybody remember this Pasuk? Yadahoi paras tsar al komachamadeha Yadoi paras tsar Anybody know what city tsar is? There's a similar city called Tsar. Tyre, which is the capital of Rome back in the times that they destroyed the Beis HaMikdash. And Rav Shanshim Rashapoli said that actually the Vav of Yerushalayim was co-opted and Tsar became Tsar. So the Yadoi Paras Tsar, Tsar became Tsar with a Vav. That's what the Gemara Megillah says, Loi nismala Tsar ela michurbano shel Yerushalayim. The city of Tsar Tzadi, it was originally Tzadi Reish, got a Vav, a Vav donation. Sometimes people need organs, sometimes words need letters. Tsar got a, a letter donation from Yerushalayim. Let's focus for a moment on Yeru. Yud Reish Vav. What is the numerical value of Yeru? 216. What's 216? 216 is 72 times three. We know in B'Shalach, we have three consecutive psukim of 72 letters, with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu split the Yam, and we spoke many times about the three 72 different letter psukim, and how Hashem has a 216 letter name, Rashi and Sukkah talks about it, taking the first letter of the first pasuk, the last letter of the second pasuk, the first of the last pasuk, and that spells out the name Vahai. And the 37th letter of the first and the 37th to last of the second and the 37th of the third is Ani. Ani Vahai Vaishiana. Those are different names of God. The two chief, Hashem has 72 different names. The two chief names are Ani and Vahai. So people want, you know, what are you doing on Sukkot? Those are names of God. What's the most important part of Hoshanas? Most people say, That everyone gets into. And but the Chazan rarely says, out loud. Just the opposite. The Ikar of Hoshanas is, Okay, those are the names of Hashem. 
72, 72, 72. No human being ever perceived these 216 forces of Kedusha. Yeru Shleim. In this city of Yishalayim, God's glory of 216 is complete. That is what's brought in the Sefer Torah Samincha of a student of the Rajbah. Take a look, we come to the Shla HaKadosh. Shla HaKadosh wants to know why in the Medrash, every single time it talks about the two names, Yira and Shalem, does it first mention Avraham and then Shame? Right? It says, uh, Avraham called it Yira, Shame called it Shalem. No, just the opposite. Shame called it Shalem, Avraham called it Yira. And then Hashem says, if I'm going to call it by the name of Avraham, Shame is going to be upset. Why is Hashem going through that method first? He should say, if I call it by the name of Shame, Avraham is going to be upset. So the Shla asks another question. The Shla wants to know, why does Hashem say, if I call it by the name Avraham, called it Shem, and then Hashem says, and if I call it Sholem, and Hashem doesn't say, if I call it by the name Shem, called it. Why doesn't Hashem refer to Sholem as the name that Shem called it? And the Shla says this is very simple. Shem never called it Sholem. Does it say, Shem, Malkit Tzedek, called it Sholem? It says, Malkit Tzedek's the king of Sholem. It was always Shalem. He didn't call it Shalem. It was always Shalem. But Avraham named it Yira. So that's why we call it Yira Shalem. Because Shem didn't do anything. Avraham gave a name. So we're going we're gonna to give precedence to the one who gave a name rather than the one who just sat there in the city that was already named. Ah, so why would Shem be upset? Good. So the Shalem says, so what covet is it to Shem to call it Yerushalem? He says because if we don't call this holy city Yerushalayim, nobody is ever going to know that shame was a chash of a guy. Gonna, people are going to say, oh, shame, he was so chash, he was the king of Shalem. They're going to say, where's Shalem? Somewhere in the five towns? Nobody's going to know that Shalem was actually the city of Yerushalayim, was in the center of the universe. So we want to be mechabit shame by calling the holiest city in the world Yerushalayim. It all it's it was always Shalem. Now who is that? That we don't know. However, the Shla goes on to write um, a very lengthy exposition, Alpi Kabbalah, about all of this. But it's uh, we're gonna leave we're gonna leave it to what we call Pshat tonight. Even though what we're gonna learn tonight is far from Pshat. So there are a few other ideas of this combination of Yira and Shalem. I want to share with you the the uh, idea of the Divrei Shloimai. The Divrei Shloimai brought in the Sefer Imre Bina. He says there are two aspects of the service of Hashem. One that Avraham excelled in and one that Shem excelled in. Avraham excelled in Philosophical analysis, understanding Hashem through the intellect. Yoira. Yoira means teaching, analysis, ion. That was Avraham's contribution, Avraham's recognition of Hashem. Yira, to see, to Yoira, to instruct, to teach. And shame was expert in action. He was a koyhain. He did service, he did avoida, he brought the lechem, he brought the yayin. So the, the city of Yushalayim has to be a confluence, a combination of the two. Yira, Be'ion, 
analysis, understanding Hashem through through Ion, as well as Shlemos Hamaisa. That is the approach of the Imre Bina. I'm going to come back to number 18 in a moment. I'm going to share with you the Meshachachma's idea about Yerushalayim. The Gemara says that it's the Gemara Brachas Davches. A person should always enter two doorways and then daven. You know that Gemara? That when you, uh, a shul should have two doors. Like in uh, the young Israel main shul downstairs. You, you know, actually has three doors. You open up the front door. And then you go, you go into another door. And then, so you say, Rabbi Gladstein, but your shul only has one door. That's why if you want to help participate in our building campaign, we haven't mentioned this in a long time, but we need a lot of, besides the door, you say, but you don't have an Aroin yet, and you don't have a Paroin. All, yes, yes, the answer is yes, it's all available. And you can also help us with a second door. I don't have, I, I, I forgot to bring the books. So I have to, you know, okay. So what are these two doors you have to enter? Say, what do you mean the two doors are? Door la door, Yishavach Mahasacha. You guys are tired tonight, okay. <laughs> what are the two doors you have to enter when you uh, come into a shul? The two doors are the mind and the heart, says the Meshachach You have to open up your mind and you have to open up your heart. A Jew has to connect to Hashem in two ways. You know, some people, they're what we call, they have good character. They have good midos. They have good actions and, uh, and personality traits. However, in terms of their intellectual recognition of Hashem, it could be lacking. So they have good character, they have good midos but they don't really have the education and they don't really recognize Hashem through their own intellect. And you have other people who have an intellectual awareness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but they don't have good personality, they don't have good character, they don't have good mitzvah. Avram Avinu excelled, says the Meshachachma, in purifying his mind to recognize the greatness of the Creator through his own intellect. That is the uh, great achievement of Avraham. Avram Avinu came to a recognition of Hashem's greatness through his intellect, through his mayach. On the other hand, shame needed to correct the corruption of character of the Dar HaMabal. Hishchis kalbasar darkai, malaha aratz chamas. So shame excelled in shleimus of midais and maisa. And these were the two aspects of Yushalayim that were combined through the contribution of Avraham and shame. Let's take this further. The Sefer, this is a very rare Sefer, Imre Shefer, Rabbi Huda Chalava, son of Maharam Chalava. He says that actually, if you want to know why it's, he doesn't, he doesn't ask the question, but this would be answering the question. Why it's Yireh Shalem and not Shalem Yireh? It's because Yireh Shalem means something. Yireh Shalem means Perfection of fear of God. Yireh Shalem, wholesome fear of Hashem. Yireh, fear. Shalem is complete. Now, there are many people who are God-fearing. But in order to 
be genuinely God-fearing, you have to have one belief with conviction. You have to believe that there is an upper world. Someone who doesn't believe in an upper world, so what exactly are they afraid of? One has to believe that there are Olam Yisrael Yoinim, that the Yibbani has a Shamayim, he has an Olam of Schar, an Olam of Oynesh. The person has to believe in the Olam Yisrael Yoinim, that's Yira Shamayim. By the way, the Nefesh HaChaim says, what's Yira Shamayim? Yira Shamayim is not fear of God, fear of what you could accomplish or destroy in the heavens. So how can a person have Yirash Shalem, complete fear? It's only if it's Shalayim, if you believe that there's a sister city to Yerushalayim up above. So the Yirash Shalem, the complete Yirash, is only if it's Shalayim. If, if you believe that there's a sister city where the Yerushalayim Shalem is peering down and there's a world of reward and a, reward, a, a world of punishment. That's the Yud. The name of the city is Yeresh Shalem, like Shem called it. Yeresh Shalem, complete fear. But complete fear will only come if you believe there's a Shalayim, a second city up there. Okay, now here's a big secret. You're typing this? Get every word. Okay? Here it goes. You know the letter Yud? Rafal Yair, you ever see a letter Yud? Let's say, Yair starts with a Yud. Yeah? Yud. How do you spell Yud? Yud Vav Dalet. Oh, Yud Vav Dalet. So there are two Yuds. Yud. And Vav Dalet is a Yud. So every Yud is two Yuds. One is revealed and one is secret. Says the Holy Chassam Soifer. If you write out Yud b'miluai, then there are two Yuds, because Vav Dalet is also a Yud. In the secret books of the Torah, this is called Yud b'toich Yud. A Yud in a Yud. Okay? What is the Yud b'toich Yud? The Yud in the Yud is what we call Nekuda Daka Ukedoisha, a dot that's very holy. It's so great, it's so lofty, it goes all the way up to the Kesar Elyon that we don't understand. And if the Chassam Soifer says we don't understand, then we really don't understand. That's the secret of what Yaakov Avinu says, Aser Asrenu, a tenth of a tenth, a Yud of a Yud. A Yud of a Yud is like the highest Kedusha. So if you have a hundred pieces of grain, ninety goes to the Israel. Ten goes to the levy. Who's the levy here? Give ten to the levy, and the, of the ten to the levy, you give ten to a kayin. Who's a kayin? No kayin. But the tenth of the tenth is the holy of the holy, the kodesh hakadosh, the yud of the yud. When you make a hundred brachos a day, ninety stays down here in this world. Ten goes to the middle world, and one goes to the highest world. That's why you have to make a hundred brachos. You know why you make a hundred brachas, Israel? Catch. If you wouldn't make a hundred brachas, then you would never be able to send one all the way up. So you make a hundred to get ten to the middle um, sky to get one to the shamayim. That secret yud is the yud of Yerushalayim. It's the second yud of Yerushalayim. But it's not written because that yud is a yud b'toich yud. 
So Yud B'Toch Yud, we can only say it, but we can't write it. Okay, so that's the Sam Seif. Okay, now we're gonna we're, we're almost there. Also a name for Sam, Really? Maybe. Shalom. Shalom, yes. Shalom is Hashem's name. Good. Okay. In the Sefer Medrash Talpiois of Rabbi Leoha Koin of Izmir, he says, What's that you're doing there in the name of Shalem? Shalem is shame. So how that you'd get in there? He even says when the Beis HaMikdash will be built, that you'd will return. So he says something very interesting. Does anybody remember? So, so it comes out like this, that when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, the yud that we pronounce was taken out. It used to be there, and it was removed. Does anybody remember, why did Shem lose the kahuna? He used to be a kain. He's no longer a kain. Why did he lose the kahuna? Because first he blessed Avraham. He said, Baruch, um, Baruch Avraham lekel elyon. And then he said, Baruch kel elyon. First he blessed Abraham, and then he blessed God. He shouldn't have done that. First HaKadosh Baruch, and then Avraham. In the times of the Beis HaMikdash, why was the Beis HaMikdash destroyed? Because we started to worship the constellations and the stars and the moon, and we forgot about HaKadosh Baruch So basically we mimicked the sin of shame. Shame focused on the intermediary, Avraham. And times of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, we focused on the intermediary, the, the constellations. So Hashem took out the Yud of Yerushalayim, making it Sholem, to remind us that what we did is exactly what Shem ben Noyach did. Or, says Rabbi Yoakoyin of Izmir, he says something amazing. This is out of this world. You know, there are a lot of missing letters. We know that when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, the Yud Kevavke became what? Ka. Ki Yad Al-Kes. Ka. So the Yud Kevavke became Yud Ke. So we're missing Vav and the He. Kisei became case. So missing the Aleph. And Yushalayim with the Yud became Yushalayim without a Yud. So altogether, we're missing four big letters. We're missing Vav Ke of Hashem's name, Aleph of Kisei, Yud of Yushalayim. Those are the letters are Vihi. Vihi. That's the secret in Eicha. Vihi Marla. Vihi is very bitter. Vav, K of Hashem's name. Yud of Yushalayim. Aleph of Kes. Says Eliyahu kind of Ismir. You know, there are three very important Yuds in this world. You have Yud Kei Vav Kei Hashem. You have Yisrael. And you have Yerushalayim. Now God was had to punish the Jewish people with the destruction of the Beis When it came to his own name, he had no mercy. He took two letters from his name. When he came to his throne, he had no mercy. He took a letter. And now God says, you know, I need another Yod. So he had a choice. He could have called us Sra'el from now on and taken the Yod from there. And God said, I love the Jewish people more than I love my city. 
and I'll take the yud from Yushalayim instead of taking the yud from Yisrael. That is why the the word vehi is a special word of shmira. If you need shmira, come to me privately. We'll write a kameya with the word vehi on it. I'm joking. I don't do that. I, I, other I don't do. I do the book, the book business. I don't do the kameyas. Okay. You need a kameya. I don't know. Well, well, I'll give you the sheet. Right, Israel? No. That sounded very convincing. Vehi. Vehi is a shmira. Why? Because it shows God loves his people more than he loves himself, more than he loves his city, more than he loves his throne. Okay. Yeah, but think about it. God had to take hostages and he preferred to infringe on his own name rather to infringe on us. So the word vehi is shoimer yisrael. It guards the Jewish people because it shows there's nothing more in this world and more important than the Jewish people. Okay, so now watch this. There's one question that nobody asked so far. Avram called it yira and Shem called it shalem. The only thing is Avram didn't call it yira. What was the name that Avram called it? Vayikra. What? Vayikra Avram Shemogamu. Hashem Yira. He called it Hashem Yira. So what happened to Hashem? The Ramami Panos says that's the Yud. Avram called it two names Hashem Yira. So Yira is the Yira. The Yud is Hashem, and the Shalem is the name of Shem. Now, watch this. It says Ramami Pano, the Gematria of Yerushalayim is 586, which is a Gematria of Avraham and Shem. Avraham and Shem is 588. And if you take the Mila and the Koilel of Yushalayim, it's also 588. Now, Avraham and Shem, plus its seven letters, and the Koilel, is equal to Yushalayim Male with a Yud. So, Yushalayim without a Yud is Gematria Avraham Shem. Yushalayim with the Yud is Gematria Avraham Shem with the uh, seven letters of Avraham and Shem. So this is a little bit of the history of the name. What was Yushalayim originally? To sum it all up, it was a sukkah. Maybe it was called Shalem. Maybe that's why it's called Sukkah Shalem. So Yushalayim was once a sukkah. And then it was Shalem. Avraham added the name Yira. Yira is equal to Yeru. Where did the Yud come from? So Ramami Pano says the Yud is Hashem's name. <coughs> Chassam Soifer says the Yud is the the Yud Shebetoich the Yud, the holiest element of the secret of the Yud. Why do we not pronounce it? Because it was Shalem from Shem. Why, excuse me, why do we not write it? Because it was Shalem. Why do we pronounce it? Because in order to have Yirash Shalem, complete fear, you have to believe in the sister city, like Oznayim, Einayim, Raglayim, 
Yerushalayim, you have the, the city above. Shinayim. That's if you still have the Shinayim in it. So there are four letters that went missing. The Vav and the He went missing from Hashem's name. The Aleph went missing from the Kisei. And the Yud went missing from the name Yerushalayim. But ultimately, La'asid Lavai, that Yud will come back. So what will be the name of Yerushalayim, La'asid Lavai? Ready for this? Oh, hey, Yerushalayim with the Yud. Nope. The Medrash says in Bereshis Rabbah, Reb Simon Amar, God's going to call you Shalayim a new name. The matter says, Reb Simon Amar, Afilu Shem Chada, Sha'asad HaKadosh Baruch Likro Elu Shalayim, Avraham knew it. Vayikra Avraham Shem Amakim Ahu Hashem Yireh. This says, Apostle in Yechezkel, V'Shem O'Yer, Miyoyim Hashem Shama, V'Yoyim Ahu, Yikru Elu Shalayim, Kisei Hashem. Says the Sfas Emes, it means originally, the name of the city was Yireh and Shalem. Yireh in Kabbalah is Malchus, God's Kisei. Shalem, like this Chashav Yid said, is the name of Hashem. So originally it was Yireh Shalem, and La'asilavai will be called, suggests the Sasemes, Kisei Hashem. So here you have this word. It's the most um, it's a word that does not appear anywhere in the Chumash. It's a compound word of Yura and Shalem. It's a word that appears five times in the Nevi Mengsuv in Malay. The rest of the times Chaser. La'asid Lavi will become Malay. There's this Yud in the middle. It's sometimes there. You read it. You don't say it. The Aleph and the He become a Vav. Avraham Davind. That the Aleph and the uh, Yaakov Davind Avin, Aleph and the He should turn into a Vav. By the way, the Rav Shamshin Ma'ashtapoli says that the second Yud was a donation from Eliyahu. This is a name that has the most moving parts. Every letter is the subject of uh, great discussion. And of course we know the history of Yushalayim is that it's been in the hands of so many nationalities throughout history. And we know that a name of something is uh, captures the essence of uh, that entity. And uh, clearly Yushalayim's name is uh, the most mystical uh, name of any entity that exists in this world. And that perhaps explains its very varied uh, history throughout the ages. But we should be zoichet to the full hashlama of the name Yushalayim and uh, that it should become the Kisei of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the Shechina as we dive every day. Thank you very much.